Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Dear Edward by Anne Napolitano. As you guys might have realized from the reviews that we've done on this podcast, I don't really typically review fiction very often. Um, if I'm going to read something, it's typically nonfiction, and honestly, I really haven't taken the time to read anything very much for a while, just because of the way life has been. However, this month, I decided to get Dear Edward on compact disc from my local library, and I was blown away by this book. It was exactly what I needed right now. I've been going through some stuff that really isn't stuff I'm personally going through, but the people I care about are, and trying to figure out how to react to those difficulties and the possible losses that it could involve has been, you know, something that is not in my repertoire. And really, Dear Edward was the perfect book for this situation. It is about a boy who is trying to deal with how to quantify the loss in his life. He is the sole survivor of a plane crash. His brother, his mother, and his father all died in the crash. His life instantly changes. He goes from Eddie from New York to Edward, who's now living somewhere completely different in the United States, in, I think, New Jersey, but in a small town instead of in a big city. The care and the love of this work done by Anne Napolitano is one I have never seen the likes of before. It is like care just flows through her fingers and she has a heart through which she sees the world and the characters. I really can't say enough good about this book and how she intertwines the lives of the people who died in the plane crash along with Eddie's life in the current moment of the storyline. I loved how she gave basically pieces of everyone's story during the final hours of the flight, whether we're talking about the soldier who's coming home and got into a fight with another soldier on base because he really cared about him a lot and didn't want to admit to that. If we want to talk about the young woman who's found out she's pregnant while well, she's on the plane ride going to meet her boyfriend who's getting ready to propose to her, who's a whale um, watcher. Or if we want to talk about the woman who thinks that she is the state of Florida and has inhabited many different bodies, which I loved what she did with that woman and how she had her become reincarnated into this Madden Victory fortune teller, which was absolutely hilarious but also poignant and the beauty of this work the ability for her to capture in just a paragraph a character's whole demeanor part soul is something I really haven't encountered before in a work I mean I've encountered people with snatches of brilliance like G.K. Chesterton for example or C.S. Lewis But this is like that kind of brilliance in fictional form, which doesn't really happen very much. Um, The story basically outlines how Edward or Eddie ends up surviving the plane crash, but having to start life completely over again with a new home, a new family, uh, completely unfamiliar surroundings. 
And how does he categorize the loss? I think it's very interesting that you really don't have him sitting there, you know, grieving in the normal way, but whether sitting there going, it's gone and I've got to move forward. And you know, that seems like maybe a little bit of a kind of cold way to deal with it, but it's really not. I mean, if you're dealing with something that is so profound as that kind of loss, it's something that in many ways is beyond the normal kind of grief, I think. And the way that Anne Napolitano showed that was absolutely beautiful and also extremely thoughtful. I will say this is not a book I'd probably read with small children, or if I did, I would just hit the skip button on a couple of sections regarding more adult content because of people's sexuality. Um, concerning the plane, there was a couple that was doing some things on the plane, and you just wouldn't want the kiddies to hear about that. But I still think I'd probably have my kids listen to this with edited version, no offense, because it really will give them a really good grasp of how many different people see the world and what happens when people's lives are about to extinguish and they have no idea it's coming. Um, it's just beautiful and brilliant and I would give it an absolute 10. I'm probably going to buy this book, which I don't, you know, I really have like a, I don't know, I probably have over 600 books from really trying to downsize and most are actually in storage right now. But this is one of the few that, for example, I would take with me wherever I go because it really is one of those catalyst works of absolute clarity. If you have time, please do read it because, I mean, no matter what, whether you're going through loss, whether you're going through just life in general, it really helps you reevaluate. I'm not saying read it because Anna said to. No, 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 no. I'm saying it because it is an absolutely beautiful work. I had never even really heard of this author before because I do not read fiction hardly at all, unless it's like British Victorian literature from the 17 or 1800s kind of fiction. So I am completely inept at knowing who's who in the fiction world. But this work was absolutely beautiful. I'm going to see if I can get some of her other works. I believe she's written some other books as well including, let me see here, A Good Hard Look and Within Arm's Reach. Um, I also loved how she dealt with at the very end of the book in the final chapter. There is a section where she is talking about Edward and how he actually went back to the, cross, to the crash site with his then-girlfriend, who was a childhood friend. When the crash happened, he ended up being her next-door neighbor. And then she became his wife later on, you find out. But how he dealt with the loss, because he's sitting there going, you know, I knew I would eventually lose my parents, because that's a natural maturational loss. But the loss of his brother, who was two years older than him, was something he's going, you know, I'm not ever going to get over that like a normal loss, because you're not supposed to lose your brother like that. And the closeness of Edward and his brother was extremely deep. And I think that the reason it was so is, as Anne says in her afterward, the closeness of her boys is something that she's never seen before. She said, the love that my sons have for one another 
is rare. It's it's something that's profound and beautiful. And you know, in many ways it kind of reminded me of like me and Bob because we were we were siblings, and we really we grew up together. But it was even deeper than that because of the love we both care for one another with, and. You know, that is a different kind of thing than a parent and child. And I loved how Edward sat there and went, I'm going to continue to honor the memory of my brother because we were so close. And that moment he had there realizing that that's how life was going to work out. And also how, not that he didn't honor his parents, but he could leave their memories more peacefully than he could his brother simply because it was more natural loss than the situational loss of the sibling at such a young age. This really was an absolutely beautiful work. There are so many poignant, beautiful quotes from this work that I'm probably going to get it in both hard copy and audio so that I can go through and pull out all the beautiful quotes. Like, for example, I have one right here on my desk, I think. Me and my paperwork. No, I don't. But anyway, there are some absolutely beautiful quotes in this book. I did try to find some online, and I believe there are a few on, like, goodquotes.com or something like that. But it is just, I would give this book probably a 15 instead of a 10 if I could, but that would be taking it off the Richter scale. So not going to do that, but definitely check it out if you can. They have audio and... Um, regular hard copy paperback versions. The audio is a beautiful copy. The narrator did an absolutely brilliant job of being able to do the different voices, etc. This beautiful work. Can't recommend it highly enough. Check it out. Anna at the round table. Bye.